here we are on Let's Get Down to Business with Peter Marin. My sister's over here looking at me excited because I'm giving an introduction. After 20-some episodes, my sister has told me that she's listened to zero episodes, but she still wants to critique me on how to start this thing. So here we go with Stephanie RT Photography. He's doing great. He's doing so good. Woo, Peter, we love you. You don't, you don't you don't have to give background noise. We're in, we're in a podcast. <laughs> this is not a, this is not an arena. So introduce yourself. Um, she's shy, everybody. So she's a little shy. I know everyone probably thinks my sister would not be shy based on me not being shy. But my sister needs to keep drinking, and then all of a sudden she's not shy. But. So my sister is a little older than I. I'll give her a little background. She's two and a half years older. She's making faces, even though these are factual facts. Uh, <laughs> she, so we're really not that much different. We are actually like a year. We're like a year and a half different. This is two years, maybe max. We're two and a half years old. We're not that much different. December, December 4th, 87, and August 4th, 1990. If anyone wants to do the math out there, please, uh, please confirm with me that that is two and a half years. <laughs> it's actually a little longer than two and a half years, but I rounded down, whatever. Um, so my sister wanted to come on the podcast. i uh, give you guys a little background. Um, I would say that I was a little bit more growing up into the business mind. Uh, my sister, not as much, but... I like Adam. to wing it. Like, when it comes to starting businesses, I just wing it. I'm just like, let's just do this and see what happens. Let me pick up a camera. Let's see if I'm good at it. And I'm three years in, and I don't think I suck. So she doesn't suck, but... <laughs> <laughs> so so a few years ago, uh, pandemic hit. Our mom was sick. A lot going on. My sister's... Uh, a mother of two little boys, my little my little besties, um, and even with all that going on, the hardest time for her to start a business was the time that she found a moment to actually start something. So, kind of just share a little bit about the photography. Why'd you get into photography in the first place? So our mom always had this like huge um, like DSLR. Um, Canon camera and she would just shoot it and she would just always take pictures of us. She was always so annoying with pictures. Um, do you remember there's a video of mom and us and she was taking a picture of us and we were on a cruise and I don't know, she thinks it was me that pulled the chair but she was like mm. taking pictures of us. Do you remember? And then she like ended up falling backwards because she was so into taking pictures of us. I remember more of the story than it happening. Because you guys argued about what happened until the end of time. But I'm pretty sure our mom always took photos. So bless her little heart. Like she knew coming from Cuba where they didn't get to really make any memories, any good memories. That she was trying to capture photos of all of our vacations, all of our little sporting events. All of my pre-K plays that I was a star in. Even though I fell all the time. Whatever. Um, but <laughs> That was that was Christopher. That was Christopher. I was the alligator. He he fell. I did not fall in pre-K in a play, but um. So yeah, what what does that moment on a cruise? Did that have something to do um, no, with the business? It's just capturing pictures is always 
I just always love pictures. Um, another thing is mom and me and mom have always been into weddings and we love just anything weddings, wedding dresses. We loved making weddings, which is part of why I was like, I'm not good at designing dresses. I'm not like florals. Like I'm not into flowers. And so photography, you know, that's part of weddings. And I love, you know, creating this story and meeting couples and photographing weddings. And it's kind of my little like nod to mom loving weddings is I'll never forget asking her if you weren't doing this, you know, nine to five job Monday through Friday, what would you do? And she, she just was so serious. And she was like, I would love to work in weddings. Um, so picture in weddings and it's just, it's kind of become like my little nod doing wedding photography. When, when did you buy the camera for the first time? Like the first actual camera for photography? Um, no, in December, um, December of 2021. Um, of 20, December of 21 or December of 20? No, December 2021, because December 2020 was before the pandemic. No, March 20 was pandemic. So I think so then it was December, that December 20. So December 20. Yeah. Um, and then, because I, I just, I remember we were like, Chris and I were in the, like, we we're just in the bedroom just doing chores or whatever, doing laundry. I don't know. And I was like, you know what? I think I want to get into phot- photography. And he was like, seriously? Like, you couldn't tell me sooner? Like, I could have bought you stuff for Christmas or I could have gotten, like, we could have done a deal because he's so frugal. And I was like, yeah, like, I just want to try this. I'm kind of into it. I'm like, let's just do it. So I started taking pictures and I'll never forget, I started charging 80 bucks and I went to this family um, in Boca and they had this beautiful home and I charged them $80 and now I've done their newborn session, I've had their extended family session and I'm about to do more branding sessions with them because she is an orthodontist and he is a plastic surgeon, a facial plastic surgeon. I'm going to do their, um, you know, their branding shots. So I don't, it just kind of took off from there. I just really enjoyed it. And now I just do it like at this point, I'm like, I love that I'm making money, but I love what I'm doing. Well, what, what led up to December of 20, where you said that to Christian, like were there moments in time throughout maybe the year when you're just taking photos no. where you're like, you know what? Like no. I like doing this. No, it was literally just. Let's do it. Let's do the damn thing. You, you never know. just like taking photo- no. photos of your kids? I did it in high kids? school. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but like it wasn't like, I'm going to do it. Make a living out of this. It was literally like, you know what? I'm going to, let's do it. I'm going to try this. Let's, you know, I did photography in high school. No, there's literally no Were backstory you any good to it. at photography in high school? I mean, be, I feel you, like mom okay. had the picture under the TV and it was me like this. You know, I remember going to like the black room dark room whatever <laughs> the dark room. it was really black in there don't show your age <laughs> it's, no there's no cool backstory to it i was just literally like i love doing this i'm i love it you know i love my mom doing you know mom loved weddings like i'm gonna let let's just try it Who is i feel like I, there's no like cool backstory to it i'm just fuck it let's do it so so but you didn't start <laughs> with weddings at all so what what made you like get into it and then not do weddings off the bat. So I need to, because weddings is very hard to get into. Weddings is very like who's gonna hire just a brand new photographer to shoot their once in a lifetime quote unquote you know wedding. So I just started doing families and I I think I did it for like twenty one bucks. I was like oh, 
flash sale, $21, and it was, like, January 2021. So what was the niche, though? Like, what specifically family. were you trying to, like, family, any age, any no. moment in life, just family? It could have been, like, It was literally just graduation. family, and let me just take your pictures. <laughs> Okay. There's no cool. There's like that's what I'm saying. Like, if you love something, you have to just go with it and then find your niche after. Like now, I love doing weddings. Now that I've done a few, um, like there's, I truly believe that you, once you get into it, you just kind of have to go with it and then find your niche. Like I don't, who like I don't know. Does someone get into clothes? Does someone just get into food and be like? I know I just want to cook seafood. I know I just want... Yeah? Okay. Well, that's not me. I'm doing it literally wrong. I'm doing it so wrong. So five minutes before we started, everyone, I, I asked her, oh, how many episodes of the podcast have you listened? I know you want to come on. And she goes, I've listened to some. I go, outside of the Instagram reels, how many have you listened to? She goes, well, n- none. I was like, okay. Uh, well, uh yeah, I mean, a lot of it stems from some, some little thing. Maybe not some, it's not a major moment like a lot of people might think it is, but, you know, obviously those little moments of saying, hey, I see happiness okay, in their faces. Time out. I know exactly what the moment was. I know what the moment was. So, mom died a year ago today. Actually, I was already into photography, but my biggest thing was I don't want to work. Monday through Friday. I don't want to work nine to five. I just want to be happy and I just want to do what I'm happy doing. That's literally all I want to do in my life is just be happy. And if I want to do weddings, fuck it. I'm going to do weddings. I'm going to do, let's say I want to do one a month. I am literally in the place and I'm so thankful and I'm so blessed that I can literally be like, I got some inquiries there for November, super busy, but also my kids are super busy. I don't want to take them. I just want to be happy at this point in my life. Like mom worked so much and she literally worked nine to five. She worked in Maitland almost an hour away from where she lived. She was exhausted by the time she got home. She worked in this little cubicle, but she had great friends. But overall, I don't know. Was she happy? I don't know. Like she, you know, she had kids. She had a family. She had a great job. But was she happy? I think she found happiness in places that most people can't. And I think that's what stood out to me from mom the most, that the fact of her working nine to five for, I think, 30, Monday through 30, Friday, 32 years, over 30 years, over 30 years. And I worked a nine to five for like two months and I pretty much blew my brains out and I had to quit. And like even that, like, but she would come home. Somehow, still smiling, start cooking and cleaning, Make us food, f- clean, picking us up from school, take like doing whatever, and like not like I don't remember very many times where it seemed like she was phased from like that lifestyle, let alone like any like we know that that doesn't make anyone happy. Like she wasn't just happy at work. I know we did the what was it the take your take your kids to work day. And she was like, go have fun, because what I do is not fun. <laughs> go do all their stuff. So, um, but you were, so you were a stay-at-home mom with mm-hmm. Lou. Was Braxton born when you started the photography yet? Yeah, he was like um, like six months, six five months. months. Okay, so second, second boy was born five months in, and then this is kind of when it came about. Mm-hmm. What well, was... When that came to mind, what was like the biggest challenge juggling two boys, having two little ones, and also wanting to start something? Because that's, I mean, those are like two 
separate businesses so on that's their own. something yeah no that's something i had to establish early on like i didn't want to work weekends which made you know working weddings not like really realistic i didn't want to work you know weekends i like wanted just to work excuse me not beer um i don't know just being flexible i just wanted a flexible schedule um photographing families i don't know i was just I just learning that first like six months and then I went on a retreat. I went to Charleston and I learned how, you know, I invested in my business and educated myself. Um, but as far as an obstacle, I don't know. Like I, I made being a mom my first priority. So let's start, let's start there. So December, that little combo happens. When did the camera get purchased? Like when did the equipment start getting bought? Cause December, December. So yeah, (laughs) I mean, my good stuff was purchased like, um, like nine months later, you know, when I was like, shit, I, I think I'm okay at this. I'm like pretty good. So I purchased a better camera. I purchased flash. Let's, let's start in the first December then. So we bought some shit, maybe not the good stuff, but Hey, let's see what we have here. And then what was the process there? Like, how did you start? Um, I went on retreats. I invested in, you know, education on, um, you know, in a better camera, but it even took me a while to be like, is it even worth you know, investing in better equipment because you're always going to second guess yourself. Like, am I good enough? And then like, you know, my like dumb brain kicks and like, fuck it, let's just do it. Let's, let's just go with it. So we bought a better camera and I actually was better. And I don't know, like you can kind of like look through my feed and you can kind of see like, this is all right. Okay. Like it's kind of starts off like, okay, beginner, beginner, beginner. But then there's like a point in like, you know, you learn and you better yourself. Yeah. Well, so I would say like along with the equipment, along with the education, like, how much, I mean, how, much just, work, how much work did you put in researching and stuff? Like, um, it was who I learned from. She had Sony. So I was like, I'm going to go with Sony mirrorless. Um, but like learning flash, that was just me. That was me YouTubing. And that was me just like researching. Cause like, I, I didn't know how to learn like new flash and same with like light and like being able to like a lot of my newborn stuff just playing with it and doing model calls and seeing how light was going to work for me. Like in here, like I can already tell you my camera settings, but like that I had to learn through trial and error. There are so many sessions that I would go back and be like, Oh my gosh, why was my ISO at that? Why did I have my F stop at that? And it was just trial and error and just like self, just self teaching myself, you know, cause I wanted to, I keep wanting to better myself. You know, it's at this point, it's like, I want to be better than I was last year. And it's not now it's not just for like shits and giggles. Now I'm like, people are investing in me and investing in my business. And I want to be better like for them and, you know, be better for myself and for my kids. And, you know, obviously with the podcast being about the journey, when you were going through it and having those, you know, those trial and errors, how many of those errors made you question on? If you even wanted to keep doing it or if, was this even a real, like, is this really something I can make or like, I never like questioned myself. I always knew this. Like I never wanted to go back to teaching. I was a teacher before. I don't, I don't think I ever want to do that. I never want to write another lesson plan. Corporate America is not for me. I, um, I like sports bras and leggings too much. (laughs) And, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't, there was no time where I was like, I want to quit this. Like, I, I don't feel like I had a choice. Like, do you think, I, do you, think you feel like you didn't have a choice more so because it was like your fun escape? 
Oh, absolutely. Like, like, who, like, literally my job is to go to the beach, meet strangers, and just pop open my camera. Like, like yeah, that's, that's, no, <laughs> no, but, like, no, it's a complete escape, because, like, my, obviously my normal job is to take care of my kids, and, you know, make sure my groceries are done, make sure my laundry is semi-done, like, that's a job within itself, because who likes doing laundry? Your laundry, sm- no. I no, clearly you don't sad. like doing laundry. Your house smells. Um, <laughs> um, My house does not smell. <laughs> we literally have incense burning all over this place. But anyways, um, it's just a sister trying to bash her brother. <laughs> but I mean, like a mom is obviously like my primary job. But I don't know. No way, sense or form. Like I, I didn't want to quit. Like I just always want to be better. So, what, what was your biggest obstacle at the very beginning? Like before you even got the <laughs> the sucking. nice equipment? <laughs> not sucking. Because you always, I feel like there's always, um, shit, what is it called? Um, where you, something syndrome, imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh my gosh, like so and so is better than me, and we're like, you know, right down the road from each other. You don't want imposter syndrome, or you don't want to feel like you're copying someone's art. That's like, I feel like in art world, like you just want to be unique. You want to be yourself. You want to create for yourself and create, you know, to be happy. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> for, well, I know since you haven't listened to other episodes, but imposter syndrome comes up a, a decent amount. And I think a lot of that has to do, I think a lot of that is with ego. Because imposter syndrome, if you're not actually copying someone and you're just doing your thing... You're already not an imposter. It could be similar to someone else's, but people are also similar to other people. So absolutely. I, so I mean, because we all have mentors. I mean, I mean, which is the biggest thing with needing. Who was your biggest mentor starting up? So my first um, retreat was with Victoria. With Victoria's photography, she's up in Charleston, and then I went over to Oregon um, with Anna Lizeth and how Christina fa- how Roberts. How far in were those two? Like those trips, about a year apart. So the first one was when? In so, September of my first year. Okay, so nine months in. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Oregon this past June. Was no, the, it was after after I lost the baby. So was Charleston was like was that kind of like your big? Yeah, that test? was my big. Yeah, no, that was, was my that, big thing. I was like, like your internal test of like, hey, if I if I feel like I can fit into this group then maybe i am like belonging yeah, in this field because i kept asking victoria oh do you think i should like do you think i need better equipment do you think like and obviously no one ever wants to directly ask that like do you think i'm good enough but i feel you like after that like after i took those pictures and even in my mind i'm like I-, I bet if i had like a better camera like in low light situations or a better camera i could probably get a better shot but after that i'm like i feel like i can do this between like you know, some of these shots, I was like, I bet I, you know, this picture can look better if I edited different, if I had a better equipment. So you saw enough potential of your variables of equipment and just knowledge and everything that you're like, you know what, like, I have enough of what it takes that if I keep working on all these little variables, it'll just keep going. Yeah, you just have to want it enough. I feel like if you love something enough, and if you love what you do enough, you just have to stick with it. Passion and work ethic. Are probably the top two things for any even if business. you don't know anything about it, like yeah, just, I, you got to self educate. You have to invest in education over, like see, out of that. You should listen to our episodes because a lot of it we talk about how almost I think almost 
most of our guests had like almost no knowledge of their the, what they what started. They, really? Whether it be the clothing line, whether it be, I mean, you had, du- insane? You had Duvin that started selling t-shirts in the trunk of their car with zero dollars in their bank account. Now they have Bad Bunny and Diplo and Dwayne Wade and all of them wearing their clothes. Uh, I mean, you have vegan food that they've never even created in Ossie Bowl, and all of a sudden he's like probably the biggest ICI bull in Central Florida uh, and so, some other ones. I mean, a, a lot of people didn't have knowledge of what they were doing. You know, Sam with Gypset, she started jewelry out of a hobby that then only turned into a hobby that she wanted to keep doing at like music festivals just to have fun, like kind of like something yeah. that would like pay her way yeah. to have fun. But now she's it's a full-time business. I mean, she's looking for a storefront to do it all. Hell uh, yeah. But like a lot of it's just passion and work ethic and then everything else comes like not many you don't i think in almost any business you don't really just know everything and then you're like well since i know all this stuff i might as well Mm. put it into something that doesn't normally go that way it's normally the other way around i take that back i think the point that i was like shit i am doing this i am making it and i think i'm doing a good job and mom would be proud you know when that was i hosted a shootout back in September, October, other photographers paid me to come shoot next to me to just shoot another family that I knew from baseball, another mom friend. I was like, hey, I love you. You're gorgeous. Come be my model. I'm going to host a shootout. Another photographer just came and learned from me. We shot together. And at that point, I was like, holy crap, like other people want to shoot next to me, want to like hang out with me and want to learn a little bit from me. And at that point, I was like, okay, like, I'm doing this. I'm all in, and I'm not going to quit. And even at that point, I'm still learning. I'm still, I can't wait to go to Arizona and learn from Tessa um, out in Tucson. But, like, I'm constantly learning. Like, owning a business means that you're never going to stop learning, and you're never going to stop investing, but also means that you're going to continue, like, you know, growing and keep pushing for yourself and have that work ethic to, like, continue being better. Because who are you ultimately, like, doing this for? You can do it for mom. You can do it for like a sibling. You can do it for someone that you love. But ultimately, you're going to do it for yourself because you want to be better than you were yesterday. You know, like you want to do you don't want to work that nine to five. You don't want to work behind that cubicle. You want to keep doing this for a passion and for to make your, you know, to be happy. I, I think with businesses as a whole, it's it is one of those things where you can't be stagnant. And there there's, I think, two driving forces behind that. You have the passion side, then you also have the business fear, because you know, in, you know, in business that if you become stagnant, you're 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 done. I mean, that's a kiss of death. Uh, my sister's taking a selfie of the microphone during the episode now as we speak. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's such a mom thing to do. <laughs> she Who is takes a, mom. a selfie anymore. So you went to Charleston, and then when you came back, what was like the first things that you thought about? went through your head talked to your husband about like what were those moments that said you know this went well enough i said bitch better have my money (laughs) love you babe (laughs) i need more money for equipment (laughs) no i'm just kidding she looks straight at my brother-in-law and said motherfucker i need some money money. get me a camera ho I'm the, I'm the real deal. I can see my sister walking in the front door, like, kicking it. 
dropping her luggage, doing some what, what Lizzie, whatever that Liz, Lizzo. Lizzo. Oh my god. And like, bitch, better have my money. And her camera like swing behind her like neck, and like then her little kids come up, mommy, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Tony, yeah, mom don't. time. <laughs> um, but how, how was that when you got back from your first retreat? Like, what was what was the thought process? Like, Did what you was want your the mind? Truth? Yeah. Because we literally got into a car accident on the way home. <laughs> All right, so here we go. First story. <laughs> it was a car. We got into a car accident. Um, no, nothing. From Charleston? There. Yeah, some lady rear-ended Chris when we were getting off the turnpike. And we are like, oh, God, this is going to be great. So, actually, I'm going to, like, just fast forward because there's really nothing. Like, after that, I think it was just this past year has been the biggest hurdle. This past year sucked. Like mom, <laughs> like my mom died in February. She's not left. La- she's not left. La- this is my my this sister's is my, defense like, panic mechanism. Laugh. Yeah. My mom dies in February. My husband loses his job in April. I'm like shit. I need to literally make money and hustle at this point. And your, your, your business was doing pretty. We were decent yeah. I was doing point. okay, but then I you know I had to raise my pricing because you know at this point he was still having some sort of income, but like I just had to take it on me like i need to do something else because there's no other thing <laughs> my, my kids have vomit or diarrhea or something she keeps checking and, her uh, phone because she's not she's <laughs> not with her kids she's on the other side of florida <laughs> um and then after that like i lost the baby so like literally this year was like a hail mary and this was my goal for this year was just to make more money and i doubled it I doubled and I made more than I would have teaching. Well, what was the biggest challenge with Surviving. the photography during Staying alive? <laughs> yeah, during when when mom passed, even before Christian lost his job. Wait, what? Like when? What's this? When 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 mom passed before even Christian lost his job? Did you did you still think you were gonna do photography? Yeah, did you, it was just for fun. So it was still just for fun. Was yeah. it still your escape? I think before Chris lost his job, like it was just like for fun. Therapy. Yeah, it was just like for fun, just like something like, you know, like hey, look at me, I'm doing this for fun. You know, I'm doing it. Like, you know, mom had this like crazy in, like, corporate America job. I'm doing like I'm doing this just for like my like you said like just fun, just therapy, just to get out. But I think after this past year, after mom dying, after Chris losing his job, I think I took it more serious. That was kind of like a wake up call. Like, literally, bitch, you need to make money at this point. So, it kind of, like, the tables flipped. And I wouldn't say, like, we depended on me. Absolutely not. But it just kind of, like, it just made me want to hustle more. It's just, like, you need to, like, not make this, like, just for, like, shits and giggles. Like, you literally need to, like, pick up your shit and, like, let's do the damn thing. What's your biggest motivation? Because you have a lot of, like, different things that motivate you what's like the biggest driving force like one specific i don't there's is there's it, not is one. it the, is it the one. kids is it no. the mom like the mom's nine to five was it maybe just solely making her proud doing what like doing something for a living that's fun was it you know, there's cro- literally crossing her eyes and saying one. fuck this shit there's not one i don't i don't know does anyone have just one thing no most people do i don't know i'm just like such a i don't know my sister's I, not the the deepest I'm in not, tune person I'm, she has a lot of emotions but keep, she's not very i can't keep with a them. therapist 
Because I, I literally the was like, not one. You? <laughs> the person's like, this is the not going like, to yeah, work this out. is not working out, this man. Is, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> you need a lot more help than what I can give. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. Um, no, it's not just one. Let's get let's get a little deeper, because this is let's what we not. do on my podcast. Let's not do That's, this. this is w- can we get another beer? Or? We can get another beer. Okay, go ahead. But, so... This is sponsored when, by Cinders. When you go through your shoots... Like outside of obviously shooting, what are some of the things that cr- like come through your mind from like life? Because it, like, running a business, like obviously ninety nine percent of the time your mind is business, different things about that. But then you have like little life things that seep into those daily thoughts. So, I figure these people are paying good ass money. Like, we all work so hard for money, whether you're. Work in the pole, or you're working that nine to five. Everyone is hustling for your money. I would like everyone works so hard. Everybody, you go, girl. Okay, quote unquote from Lizzo. You are so special. And I know I love Lizzo so much. If you don't know who she is, Google her beautifulness and thank no, me later. No, no free shout outs, this is Lizzo. <laughs> I love Lizzo, Lizzo, if you want if you want sponsorship, <laughs> please reach out to let's I get down to business.com. <laughs> <laughs> um please put your last name in there, Lizzo. I'm not gonna know you. I love Lizzo. Um what was the question? God damn this is You have the, to redirect me. I am a child. Guys this is definitely my worst episode, but whatever, <laughs> it's my sister. So <laughs> Even though my question was like a four-minute question, I'll say it again. During your shoots, when... Oh, client experience. Client experience is so... Yeah. <laughs> I know where client. I was going with this. People pay so... Okay, people work hard for their money. My biggest thing is client experience. I want to give my clients the best experience. I have like questionnaires, and I make a special for them, and I make it about their story. Mom was always like... A siesta key. Do you remember she would always be like, oh, I want to take pictures on the beach and we're all going to wear white at sunset and we're going to take these pictures, right? My mom didn't talk like that. <laughs> she always <sighs> wanted these like photos done at sunset on the beach. We never got them done. Shocker. So I got a tattoo on my arm last night. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets a tattoo of it. Um, so I want to make it special, especially because most of these, the clients that book me are moms. Majority of them, you know, so I want to make it special for them. I want to give them that amazing client experience. I want to make it special. I want to make it different for them. I ask a questionnaire. Um, You know, during our sessions, I try and get to know the kids. I make it fun for them. I literally just call it a play date. I tell them that I was a teacher. I ask them about school. And I try and make it more personable. So it's not just like, give me your money. I'm going to take your pictures. I'll see you the day of. Pay me the rest. And, you know, here's the rest of your gallery. Like, I try and make it personable because I know every, like we all work so hard and everything's so freaking expensive nowadays. Like I want to make it worthwhile when you pay me whatever my pricing is at this point. I want to make it worthwhile to you. And I want to, I want you to be like, wow, like Stephanie was really amazing. She took the time to get to know us. Our pictures look beautiful. I want to hang them up, but I want to make it like different. I just don't want it to be the lady with the camera. Like I literally want to make it an experience. You know, and that's why I say, like, I feel like my photos, I just want to bring out, like, the soul and the love. And I really want to make, create those, like, heartfelt moments because I, I feel like mom regretted not getting those pictures of us. I feel like she regretted not, like, getting that, like, oh, everyone's wearing white and everyone's on the beach and those sunset pictures. Like, I don't want you to regret getting your pictures done. 
no one's ever going to regret like having an experience with me because everyone's going to be like, well, she was so personable and we have beautiful photos. I would say, I, I would have a take that I've never really opened up because me and my sister don't really open up very much when we talk. But I think one of the biggest things that I loved about when you started your thing and seeing the little videos of like your shoots and stuff is I saw a lot of if my mom was doing photography, like I saw so much of her in what you do. And I see that like what drives you during it is being able to capture moments of happiness in a family that when life is so much, is so full of shit going on and at home there's diapers to change and poop on the walls and I don't, I don't have kids, but whatever so other shit. stupid shit is literally getting thrown around. And that, like, these little moments that a, you know, a camera snaps, you can find, like, these bright joy moments, you know, f- photos Absolutely. are a well, thousand That's words. what I tell people. Like, I feel like mom or dad, there's always going to be someone yelling. Tell, you know, if you don't smile, if you don't do this, you're going to get time out. If you don't. But you know what I tell moms? My, my first thing is, like, you so, don't hear pictures. You just, don't hear them. So why are you going to tell your kids to smile? Why are you going to get upset and tell your kids to do this and do that? You can't hear pictures. Let them live. Let them have fun. Let them play in the sand. Let them get dirty. You can't hear pictures. What you're going to see is your face when you're angry. Just have fun. Go let, with your let them have fun. Just do it. I feel like ki- kids like enjoying themselves is like, oh, yeah. that's way better than them smiling at a camera. Like smiling at a camera. I, as someone that doesn't have a kid, I'm like, there's no way that motherfucker just smiled there nope. at two years old and stood there like as the first take. Like, no, that's not natural. Like, that's how I got my cardio. I chased off to these two-year-olds and I'm like, eh, you know, just like being stupid. I'm just letting them play. I'm just letting them be too. You just gotta. So do you think that's your, that's where the passion is? Is capturing like those moments in a family? Cause that yeah, sure. Aren't, aren't pretty much all your shoots family oriented? Mm, I would say like seventy-five percent, eighty percent. You have like a couple headshots and other things, but yeah, like, weddings, couples, maternity. But weddings is still happy family. Message. Just family, just, I would say. I mean, that's my bread and butter. I would say family sessions. What do you want to do with this? Where do you want to take it? What do you? Like, that's do, the best part of owning your business. You can literally do whatever I want. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. The good thing is you don't have the overhead of like a (laughs) a space that you have to like. I don't. So the pressure of speed of growth and. I literally just want to chill at the beach and take pictures all day. That's why I'm like, dude, are we done? I'm ready to go to the beach. Pay my taxes. Fuck you, Uncle Sam. Let's do this shit. Fuck you, Uncle Grandpa Biden. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't getting my shit. Oh, I'm down for the beach. I got my camera. Sunset. That's all I need. So how we normally end this though is. Take a shot. Smoke. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my sister like smokes a lot. She has a lot of ways for therapy. And <laughs> photography's one. Weed's Therapists the other. Me, drinking's but... one. <laughs> yeah, therapy's not. I'm obviously the cool sibling. Peter's. Peter's Peter. So, what advice would you give to anyone wanting to start their own journey of a business? Yeah, so first of all, do something that you like at least. If You have to do something that you semi-like. Because if you don't like it, you're not going to love it. Next thing is probably do your taxes. Or I learn probably, how to do them. Probably least. need to file my taxes. And 
We've had a lot of people on the podcast that <laughs> has had issues with taxes. Do <laughs> your taxes, bitch. Just have fun. Shout out to Sam's first, first, Just first have fun. Episode. Do something you love. Have fun. And when all of that happens, like, you're going to be successful. I want to say I'm completely 100% successful, but, I mean, I feel like I'm doing pretty damn freaking good for myself, for being a stay-at-home mom, teacher. First off, successful is a perspective. So anyone that's listening out there, I think the biggest negative thing we do in life is tying this image of what happy or successful looks like, because in reality... Everyone has their own perspective of what happiness and success looks like. And if you're chasing someone else's perspective, you're never going to reach your own happiness so or success. So I watched this movie last night, and it was actually, it was Christian. But we should Christian movie or Christian It was a husband. Christian movie. Oh, okay. But the biggest thing I took away from it was we shouldn't be the judge. Because so many times we're like, what, who are we to say that we're the judge of good and bad? Like, who are we the judge to say that we are successful and we're not successful? Like, you were just saying, like... Maybe success to me is different from what you think is successful. Like success to me, I think I'm 100% successful. I'm bringing in money, I'm making a profit, and I'm happy. To me, I'm pretty freaking successful. To you, that may be different. I think, that's I, okay. I that think, is totally okay. I think my, my worst or my hardest challenge in life is chasing a image of success that is my own created image. And I put a false pressure on myself to reach it based on some image I've developed in my head from many years ago of what success is supposed to look like. We gotta knock and that I think down. I've lived a life of too much pressure and stress to try to paint this picture, create it that like instead of just letting it be what it is. I mean, if you bring that down, you have a home, you have a roof over your head, you have food for you and your child. Wilbur. I mean, you said it, not me. Everyone knows I don't um, have a child. I mean, you have a job. You travel. I mean, that's pretty successful. You're, you ain't homeless. So, I mean, you're I think it's one good. of those things that, what was it? Chad Chad was with me the other day. And Chad like, who? Chad, you know Chad. You have to say first and last name so people Chad know. Chad McCardo, everyone Yo, knows on Chad, the podcast. Yo, Chad, Space Mountain, 1995. <laughs> chicken, <laughs> chicken Chad. Uh, I love Chad. But we were talking about how, like, as much pressure as like we have to be quote on you know air quotes successful like if you actually like shit just turn on the news 99.5% of the world has is dreaming of living a life that we're actually living like yeah you know i don't have a family or kids yet yeah my business isn't a certain size yet yeah i don't have a savings account that has millions yet but like 99.5% of the world would choose my life over theirs in a heartbeat. And, like, that has to humble you, you know what's and motivate funny? you more. We should probably put on the next episode. Stay tuned, y'all. What is success? Because I feel like we both have such different lives. Like, I have a family. I have a, a decent career. I have children. You don't. But also, it'd be, like, tr- like training places. Like, sometimes, like, I feel like people that are single want like that family and want that stability i'm getting somewhere here you're gonna edit start, this out start your own podcast then <laughs> start my own podcast as changing like buy your own places. equipment and learn all this <laughs> shit have like, fun training, but it's still like trading places like just for fun 
uh, I don't want to trade places. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change Lou and Braxton's diapers. You can't change diapers, ladies. Yeah. Pretty neat. Makes a uh, pretty good beer. <laughs> anyway, so everyone, this might be the last episode of Let's Get Down to Business for a bit. My business is taking over my life. As some of y'all know, I've moved to Fort Myers. I don't live in Orlando anymore. Um, and as much as I love doing this, um, being able to go back to Orlando to record or focus on editing while also juggling and growing our business down here is becoming near impossible, at least for the time being. So uh, I will be taking a break. I wanted to make sure that I did bring my sister on. I thought that was important, especially um, being today uh, is one year since our mom passed to this day. Um, so I thought this would be a special way to end. So, uh, thank you guys all for who's been listening. Thank you for everyone that has supported me throughout all of this. I hope that we can give some insight. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you were entertained. Uh, I hope that, you know, you, you got a lot from this, but you know, from me moving forward, at least for the time being, I'll give you guys a, a little over and out. Hopefully I get to bring this back. We will see, but Stephanie, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being my last recording for the time being. Uh, I would love to say that this was the best one yet, <laughs> but <laughs> I would lie. Actually, okay, I have a question for you. Which, what is your, I don't want to say top, what are your three favorite businesses? Or what are your some of your three like favorite businesses that you've recorded with? Recorded with? What? In the podcast with. That's I would say top three because everyone's so different that you've that's, done. That's like favoritism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their favorites. I have a favorite kid. So, so Duvin was number one solely because when I started this podcast, I had a goal for the Orlando Let's Get Down to Business to have them on. Um, luckily, I got them on earlier than I even expected. They were like my end goal for Orlando. Do they make women's clothes? They do. Duvin, Duvin Leisure has now rolled out. Women's clothes is now rolling Wait, out. I have too? talked to, I have let Austin know that they do need to start working on some kid clothes. Yes. Cause oh. Hashtag Braxton's a model. They already, nah. they already saw photos of Braxton Dude, and Lu Braxton. Lucas. <laughs> Moms that you say don't have a favorite. I know you do. Jesus, your kids are going to listen to this one day maybe. <laughs> um, um, I'd say the other two, I think Sam... Um, with Gypset was awesome just because hers was also single mom uh, or stay-at-home mom, whatever. Wait, what do you mean also single mom? I, You're not a single guys, mom, I'm but a stay-at-home stay mom. <laughs> she was a stay-at-home mom and then became a single mom. Love that for um, her. But battled through all of that and didn't let any of those obstacles like define her or slow her oh, down yeah. or be anything. Um, and my other one would probably be a um, uh, house on Lang with um, Christine and her mother-in-law. They started a Ooh, boutique. Fun. They started a boutique during the pandemic. Maybe I'll listen um, to that one. That one was good too. Grape in the grain. Shout out to you guys too. That was that was a dope location. That was a wine bar, um, and we re recorded outside. That was that was a pretty badass one. Actually, that was the one that I watched and like I semi listened to. Love them. And Pizza Bruno. I will say that one was. I have to put a fourth one in there. Pizza Bruno ended up being two episodes because we recorded for so long and then it ended up getting so deep and real talking about like sobriety and hitting like, like those dark walls 
uh, and being able to come back from that. And I think that that was what I really wanted out of this podcast. Not all of the episodes kind of hit that, but you look like mom right now. It's really crazy. You have like her eyes right now. I I've had, I've had her eyes since I was born. Uh, <laughs> okay, came, I came out of her. Uh, but yeah, I think I think any journey where they were challenged with life obstacles and still were able to become something. I, that was kind of why I started this. So you go, girl. Thanks, girl. So proud of you. Thanks, boo. Mom would be so proud of you. Thanks. And when you see a butterfly, say hey, mom. Everyone, if you see a butterfly, say hey, mom. Sup, say mom? hey, Layla. I know. So cute. So, FYI, when my boys see a butterfly, automatically, like, without prompting, without nothing, they're like, hey, Lela. Like, that's what they call it to my mom. Lela. That's hi, what, Lela. That's what they call their grandma, our mom, and her kids are five, just turned five and two and a half. So, which, makes, which makes it even cuter that they're that young and they're just like, they see Layla when they see a butterfly. So, well, thank you guys, everyone. So, this is a wrap. Thanks, Nia. Peace out. Steph RT Photography. Go hit those DMs. Book her. Wait, pay her. Actually, follow me on Instagram because I want to hit 2K. Stephanie RT Photography. Search me on Instagram. Anyways, love to love ya.